See, it all started one day when I was walking down the street. I look left and I look right, thinking, how can life be so nice and yeah? Enrique stands to the right, Brilliant. shot, and Mazzell with another save with that left hand. You're listening to the Curse Cast with David Carl and RJ Montano. David and RJ will take you through the latest recaps, news, and interviews from around New Mexico United Soccer. You can shoot us comments or questions at the Curse NM on Twitter, the Curse New Mexico on Facebook, or email the show at thecursenm at gmail.com. And now a part of the beautiful game network and recorded from the studios of ESPN Radio 1017, the team, here's David and RJ with the Curse Cast. Hello and thank you for tuning in to the CurseCast. I'm RJ Montano alongside my co-host David Carl and we have a fantastic show lined up for you today. We got New Mexico United's defender Manny Padilla joining the show today. We'll be uh, talking with him a little bit later on in the show and we're going to break down that recent nil-nil game with the Houston Dynamo Light. Yeah, a uh, daddy dynamo swooping in to save RGV. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll, and we'll into that a preview bit. a little bit of the Salt Lake game, but let's get down to it, David. What are your thoughts on that Rio, Rio Grande Valley game? Um, you know, we, we can get into, as we said, the Daddy Dynamo stuff um, in, in a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about we were obviously a little shorthanded to start. Um, no Kevon, no Devin. We've talked at length about, about the three guys we're missing on Visa. Um, but that was really, it's really a blow. I mean, we are a team, RJ, as we've talked about at length, we've got a lot of midfielders. Um, we're a little lighter up top. Um, and we've got some guys like Ryan uh, who can play multiple positions and it's it's great to have him up there and he he did a great job um but that's not his natural position you know Ryan Ryan is is not somebody who is at his best I think at striker he's he's great with the ball at his feet he's fantastic with the ball at his feet I love having him um as a, as an attacking midfielder there um but he did an admirable job uh filling in there um again at a position um and we did what we could offensively against a team that again uh brought in several players defensively specifically uh from the MLS and that was that was frustrating to see those players come down we talked about it at length last week frankly I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the MLS sending players down on short notice like that um but uh all those things despite all of that difficulty uh we still escape with it with the draw there RJ what do you think uh yeah I completely agree but uh here's something that I, I kind of saw from the team I don't know if you saw this and you could correct me if I'm wrong but you're wrong it looked like <laughs> uh it looked like uh New Mexico United uh started out strong came out real confident and then they kind of fell back a little bit they were more worried about um I, I don't know it, it seemed like they they maybe saw or maybe got punched in the mouth by the defenders from the MLS club, even though they're kind of more the bench warmers than anyone who actually plays. They are still on MLS roster and they kind of got a little, uh, I don't know, not, not afraid, but mm -hmm. they did fall back a little bit and we're, we're trying to avoid getting uh, scored on. So what you're saying is New Mexico United came out stronger in the first half than in the second half? That sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't even mean first half. I mean the first maybe just 10 initially. Minutes. Okay, first oh, ten minutes they sure. came out strong. They looked like they were gonna uh, try to score as much as they can on this yeah. MLS uh, pretty much roster. Well, to to that point, I mean Santi had a great chance uh, early on. I think it was the sixth minute, almost scored there mm -hmm. uh, with a curler. Uh, Ryan had a great chance, I believe, in the fourth minute before that. Um, so I I wholeheartedly agree with you there. 
Okay, so you you did see that. Yeah, too. no, but no, I, I agree. No, did you think that they they kind of fell back a little bit? They were trying to avoid getting, uh, I don't know, taken advantage of, or, or yeah. And I think it was it was interesting to see. Um, you know, I mentioned kind of as we've seen in the past, New Mexico United came out strong and then wasn't quite as strong later on. We've seen that, but beyond that, uh, I thought this was a game that was very different than what we've seen in the past in a couple ways. The first being, uh, we've been a team that throughout the season thus far, throughout our short history, scores a lot, but we also can allow a few goals. Um, This time, we were very strong defensively. Uh, Our guys in the back uh, really did a great job of locking down. Manny had a great game. Suggsy had a great game. Rashid had a great game. Schmitty looked great. They were great defensively, and we struggled to score goals. Again, a lot of that potentially uh, attributable to the fact that we were injured. Um, So that's one thing. Another thing that I I noticed, which is very un-New Mexico United-like, RGV had four yellow cards. We had none. That's we had one. Did we have one? Uh, Are you sure? Manny that? picked oh, up. Oh no, Tommy Madden had one. Oh, was it Madden? Or, yeah. Or... I believe it was Madden we'll who had one. one. I'm like, actually, let me pull it. Yeah, it's it's Tommy had one. Um, yeah, was the only one we had. Okay. Sorry, so one to four. But I mean, it's I I wouldn't be surprised. I haven't looked this up. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the first game where we had fewer uh, fewer cards than our opponent. I mean, we're as as Troy yeah. talked about last week. We're a scrappy team. So, um, in many ways, very different than what we've seen from NMU thus far. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, absolutely agree with that. And and uh, looking at, at, I mean, it was it was an ugly game. I'm, I, there's no other way to say it. It was it was really an ugly game. Yeah. And uh, I think that benefited both teams. They, really, we didn't have uh, too many guys out there that could, that could score, mm-hmm. and RGV didn't either. So it was a real defensive battle. Uh, our guys stood toe to toe. But it looks like what is it, fourteen to seven shots? Yeah. Uh, f- in favor of RGV, but only two to one shots on target. So. There wasn't that many chances or good chances. Sure. No, I I, I wholeheartedly agree. And again, um, I think the injuries uh, and the additional substitutes um, really made a big difference here. Um, you know, I, I you never want to blame a result that you don't like uh, on whether it be officiating is one we always say don't you don't want to blame those results on officiating, and you don't want to blame those results on on them sending sending the MLS players down. I'll put our guys against anybody. Um, they did. It. They performed admirably on the road, um, and frankly, uh, again, maybe the most important thing, they come back home. RJ still undefeated. Uh, the longest uh, streak to start uh, for an expansion team ever, uh, being undefeated. It uh, six straight matches to start the history of this team, and they have not lost. And have a potential to to keep adding to that number. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, let's get into that. Looking ahead a little bit, uh, Real Salt Lake uh, on Saturday. Um, by the time this uh, this podcast is is listenable, uh, that'll be tomorrow. Uh, so Saturday, huge match uh, against Real Salt Lake, uh, a four corners cup match, which we love to see. Um, potential for New Mexico United to take the lead, not only in the four corners cup, but if they win this, potentially to to take over first place in the Western Conference. Uh, so speaking of of Salt Lake, what what? I know you've kind of broke them down a little bit. Uh, what should we expect from Salt Lake? Uh, their best two players are on opposite ends uh, of the field. Uh, Michael Chang uh, is probably their best player. Uh, he is a goal scorer. He plays on the left side. Um, he reminds me uh, a lot of Manny. I'm sorry, excuse me. A lot of we just, I'm just thinking Manny because he's going to come on here in a second. A lot of Santi. Uh, the, we might have the two best left wings in the USL on the pitch at the same time. Uh, Michael Chang uh, likes to bomb down the left side. Sound familiar? Yeah. Uh, he likes to score goals. Sound familiar? Um, so 
it's it's really a situation where if we can lock down what would be our right side defensively, uh, we will do really well. If we can somehow shut down uh, Michael Chang, it will go uh, a long way uh, towards really giving us a shot uh, in this game. And like I said, Michael Chang, one of the best in the league uh, and a guy who we would do really well to be able to shut down. There are other probably difference maker, best player, David Ochoa. Uh, this kid, uh, he's 18 years old, goalkeeper. Um, he's a big boy, 6'2". Um, and he's just, I mean, he's come out like a bat out of hell. He's hes really, really good. Uh, he's made some fantastic saves. I think he got save of the week once or twice last uh, last month. Um, he's great. Uh, uh, he's a, he's a kid. I don't think he'll be playing uh, in the USL next year. I, I would be uh, I would be shocked to see him still at this level. Um, he's really really just just a fantastic fantastic player. So opposite ends the field. Michael Chang, David Ochoa. If we can find a way to neutralize one or both of those, we stand a really good chance. And I think uh, Real Salt Lake is is one or two defenders away from being one of the best teams in this league. Um, they're they're very good, and, and we would do well to come out of this game with a win. It would be huge. Uh, it would be fantastic. Well, if someone's going to stop Michael Chang, it might be uh, Mr. Cody Mizell, who yeah. is coming off of a clean sheet against uh, His RGB. First, first clean, clean sheet, sheet as a member of New Mexico United. New Mexico, uh, and we're remiss. We forgot to mention that a little bit in that in that breakdown. But what did you see out of Cody? He was he was a man on fire. Yeah, he was. And you mentioned uh, there were fewer chances uh, for RGV. Um, but Cody uh, had a couple really nice saves. There's one in particular I remember where he, I don't remember what the time on the clock was, but he went down uh, and to his left. And um, that's something Cody, I've noticed over the course of these six games, does really well. Um, I think there are some things he can work on with, with going up um, on balls, making sure he gets a good punch on the ball, controlling the rebound, stuff like that. But he goes down to the side really, really well. He dives low really, really well, which is uh, something that's tough to teach uh, to a goalkeeper and something that either you have or you don't. Um, Cody has it, uh, and I thought he looked really fantastic in this game and made the saves when he needed to, obviously, uh, as you said, getting his first clean sheet. All right. Well, looking out the window here, it looks like our special guest has arrived, Woo! so let's uh, take a quick break. Eat a Manny. Manny Padilla on the other side of the break. Thanks for tuning in to the CurseCast, and we'll be right back. Looking for a great place to catch Premier League, MLS, and USL games? Star Brothers Brewing is your family-friendly destination to catch all your favorite soccer matches. Star Brothers is also home to your official New Mexico United watch parties with a Curse Supporters Group. Get 15% off your ticket when you show your Curse membership card. Star Brothers Brewing is located at 700 San Antonio Drive in the Northeast Heights, just east of I-25 on San Antonio. You can find Star Brothers on Facebook or Instagram or visit starbrothersbrewing.com. Watching the one hit wonder on my TV screen Said how his good looks and his groovy beats are gonna help you move your beats in Hey, welcome back to the CurseCast, and as promised, New Mexico United defender, midfielder, attacker, Manny Padilla joins the show. Manny, thank you for making the time for us. No, thank you guys. Thank you for having me here. A man of many talents. And, and just to give you guys a peek behind the curtain, this is take number two because I messed up the first take because I've always considered Manny to be a midfielder, but he's a, he's a defender who just likes to attack. Like no. so He's a man of many talents. A Manny of many talents. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely get, like to get into attack. 
There you go. There you go. All right, Manny, let's get into it. Hey, we just had a, a nil-nil draw against Rio Grande, a uh, place that you kind of know very well. What was it like being back out in uh, in Texas? No, definitely. It was a bittersweet, bittersweet moment. Um, had a bunch of friends on that team and definitely wanted to prove something. Fortunately, we didn't come back with the win, but, I mean, the tie is a tie on the road, one point back. And so you, gonna... you mentioned that uh, you had something to prove a little bit extra there. Was was there extra incentive, you think, to go into that match uh, against your old team? What was, well, I guess, what was the emotion going into that, and was there a little extra incentive? No, yeah, I've always have a, I always, uh, I've always had a chip on my shoulder. So when someone uh, doesn't take me back, mm-hmm. I always want to like prove them wrong and show them why you should have taken me back. But as I said, first comes the points, then comes me. First comes the team. And kind of a fortune we didn't get the three points, but one point on the road is so much more. That goes a long road. So happy for that. And uh, to steal a hashtag uh, that I found on on Twitter, I think it was USL Western Memes uh, who coined this, uh, hashtag Daddy Dynamo, uh, sent down five players uh, from the MLS squad, uh, I think about 48 hours before match time. When you got that news, what was your response? No, I actually knew that was coming for a week ago, the week before that, leading into that. Uh, I just knew it. They always did that, and they did it when I was there too. It was a, it's definitely a frustrating thing for players that are in that position. And I had to go through it, but it's part of being in those type of uh, teams, which are affiliated to uh, MLS teams. And it was frustrating for you, you say, as somebody who was on RGV, to, was it just because someone would come in and, and steal your spot? Is that kind of what it's like? Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes when I was uh, playing well, practicing well, and some guys from the first team didn't get any minutes in the game on the weekend for the MLS game, just had to come down and play. So had nothing. I had no say in it. So it was kind of frustrating. And it's interesting to hear that from the other side, because we talked to Peter last week, RJ and I did, um, about kind of how, I guess from our perspective as New Mexico United, um, how that can be frustrating because, um, you know, we maybe we game plan uh, for these players and then these other players come in 48 hours ahead of time or whatever it might be. Um, it's interesting to hear from the opposite side. Do you feel like it maybe affected team chemistry or anything like that? No, yeah, it definitely did. Um, the whole week you're practicing with a bunch of guys and the day before the game, um, they just, oh, Dynamo um, gives you a call. They're bringing in some guys and now we have to tune in and kind of, uh, play around them. And it was definitely frustrating for me and my teammates back then. But now I'm one New Mexico and really like this. Is it a relief? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Is it a relief to be, uh, with an independent team now? You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, you always dream to be part of an affiliate team so you can, you know, have that connection. I was drafted by Dynamo right. and you always want to like see if you can j- make the next jump with them less. But for the time being, I'm really happy where I am and I'm feel like I'm developing where I have to be at the pace I want to be. And I really thank New Mexico for taking me in and Troy for believing in me. We're lucky to have you. Thank you. So w- when you got the news, you kind of knew beforehand and, did it change the game plan going into that game? Uh, just because it looked like you guys kind of played more defense than you uh, normally do in the games that we've watched the, the five matches before. It looked like there was a lot more defense and not <clears throat> as many attacks going against uh, the the I guess the Dynamo players. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, just as we do video on teams, they um, they definitely did video on us because I've been in their in their shoes and they like to do video on so many teams and like to do a whole week of video. And they were trying to figure us out. Um, it was kind of a frustrating game offensively, but we're missing some players, Kevon and Devin, but 
we'll get back into the mix and we'll be ready to go this Saturday. <clears throat> well, you mentioned, you know, not having Kavan, not having Devin there. It's those aren't the only two that are missing. You've got Brucey who's out. You've got Ethan who's out. Uh, you've got Kenny who's out because of visa <clears throat> issues. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've had conversations with those guys. What's it been like uh, for them? I mean, they're healthy to, to our knowledge, and the team is doing well. I'm sure it's frustrating for them not to be able to get on the pitch. No, yeah, they're 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 a big part of the team as much as I am, and they they they're probably a bigger part of the team as we see them every day pushing and grinding, and it definitely motivates the whole team. That like regardless of them not being able to uh, contribute to the games, they're still contributing and being professional about their situation. Sure, and that really uh, helps us as a team to come together and like have everyone in the mix. Yeah, and they're always ready to go. So. So I want to ask you a question that we got on Facebook. We put out every week. We put out a kind of a call to fans uh, who have questions for our guest. And, and we the, this one from Jacob Terrell on Facebook. He says, Manny was signed on March 7th, I believe. Coming in that late, um, he's come in and done a great job. What about this team and himself has allowed him to come in and be this good on such a short period of time? What do you think has contributed to your success on maybe a shorter timeline than we've seen for other players? Definitely the confidence that I've received from my teammates and the coaching staff. Uh, <clears throat> Troy definitely took me in, and it's a it was it was a short time of period, but he took me in. He gave me the confidence I needed. I I waited my turn, and um, um, fortunately, I've been able to play. And definitely with the older guys on the team, they've taken me in and given me some advice and told me just keep grinding, keep grinding every day, take it by day by day. And now I'm playing and. Trying to give everything I can for the team and the best of the team. <clears throat> That's awesome. And how about has the community support been for you? Has it been different than than in the Rio Grande or, or I guess uh, you played in the PDL too? Has has the support been any different? Or? No, yeah, definitely. This uh, this reminds me of my PDL team, San Francisco City. Uh, the community's way way more engaged as they're a supporters own group team. And compared to RGV, this team has definitely a more marketing and more engaging with the community. So. I really appreciate the community sending me some messages on Instagram and I try to get in, in Twitter and I try to like, and Facebook, I try to get my back to them as fast as I can or the best of availability. And I really appreciate all their support and it goes a long way and I hope we can have it throughout the whole year. This kind of ties in. Ren, another listener, uh, sent in a question. What does it mean to be a New Mexico United footballer? Uh, it's, it's huge. Nah, it's huge because it's the first year. And we have something to prove. Everyone sees us as an underdog, as our captain sucks. He always says it. He says everyone always under, under overlooks New Mexico because it's New Mexico doesn't have a rich history in soccer. But now we're uh, here to uh, show everyone what New Mexico is about. All right. Here's a question. Uh, I saw you answered it on social media, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway. Uh, Christopher Wynn on Facebook says, There's only been one question in my whole house since the Phoenix-New Mexico United match for my boy Manny Padilla. What happened to the stash? It was epic. And who wore it better? <laughs> was it you or the referee from the Phoenix game who we have uh, affectionately dubbed the Freddie Mercury impersonator? No, uh, I definitely wore it better. Wore it better. He was, <laughs> I agree with that. He was definitely jealous. And <laughs> That's why they got two penalties. I'm not going to say that. I don't know if I could get penalized for stuff like that, but I definitely wore it better. He was jealous, and maybe he, that's why he called the PK on me. Uh, maybe. Uh, stash going to make an appearance again? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> You guys have to stay tuned for that. I mean, it does grow in, in like three days. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead. Uh, Manny, you, you grew up in Compton. Uh, what was that like growing up there, playing soccer there? 
so I grew up in Compton. Um, just supposed to be another stat. Um, there's um, there's crime, there's drugs, there's a lot of things that we were exposed to. But luckily, I have two parents that have been my support, and siblings that have been role models to me. My dad put me and my brothers into a sport when when I was like seven, and he he really didn't even like soccer. He just put us in a sport, tried to keep us away from from all that bad stuff. And ever since, I just took it, ran run with ran with it, and now I'm here. Luckily, thankfully. To my parents and to the sport. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> went from there. You played uh, college soccer at the University of San Francisco in the West Coast Conference, which is really great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you, if you could give some advice to kids like here in Albuquerque, because there's some bad parts of Albuquerque where kids could get in trouble and and are getting in trouble, but to try to find soccer or something. Do you have any advice for them to kind of keep them on track? Yeah, definitely. If it's if it's not soccer, something that you find passionate about, just find it and run with it. Um, try to avoid everything else, try to avoid the negativity. I personally believe that if you really like something and then there's nothing that can get in between you, you and that, that it can take you away from all that stuff and just not think about it. And, and not to get too far down here, um, but Robert Romero uh, on Facebook asked, he wanted to get your thoughts on Nipsey Hussle. He says he he's talked to you and he knows you're a fan. Yeah. Obviously, uh, a tragic death recently. Yeah. What, what were your thoughts? No, yeah, it's definitely a big hit to the community in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, all parts of L.A., all parts of the United States were really uh, hurt by that. Not only because his music was very motivating. Some of it was kind of like, you know, for the culture, pretty, you know. But some of it, actually, you listen to the lyrics, it's pretty, it's about him grinding and stuff. Other than that, though, if you really know who he is, he's done. He's done so much for the community. He's uh, bought a lot of uh, buildings and like little um, shopping centers around. He's employed a lot of people. He tries to uh, have an outreach to the community, and he also he was actually gonna meet up with the LAPD, the police department, and like have something that where he can help reduce gang violence and re- help kids out. And it's definitely a big blow as he was a big. Um, role model and someone that a lot of kids looked up to uh you see the news and everyone talks about how he inspired and he definitely inspired me and my siblings to be the best and reach our potential and keep striving for more regardless of what situation you're in and and how important is it for somebody like nipsey uh with a platform like that to to do that community outreach to to do what they can to inspire our young people, uh, you know, something RJ just touched on a little bit. But how, how important is that for people with the platform to do so? No, it's huge because you see him as a as a guy just rapping for the culture. However, the next next day you see him in a local middle school in Compton or South Central just out there um, speaking in assembly. And it definitely motivates people that this guy has his head straight and he's downloads uh, of Download to Earth guy. Mm-hmm. So it definitely motivates a lot of kids and not only kids but also adults. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get out of this just a little a little negative. Yeah. Let's get let's get to some game tactics. All right. All right. You're playing back there with guys like Schmitty, guys like Suggs. Suggs loves to bomb forward on the left side. You've got Santi who bombs forward on the left side. But you like to bomb forward too. What kind of a conversation is that typically that you need to have that with Suggsy ahead of time? Do you guys just kind of have a feel for how that works? You guys are two aggressive defenders. Uh, no, yeah, I definitely uh, like to look up to Suggs because he likes to look, get in the attack. So I'm, I just try to do what other guys do and 
we just try to find the right balance. If something doesn't feel right, I try to compensate for him. And if I go up, he tries to compensate for me. And that's much I can give you so other teams don't know. No, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, and it was that tough to develop. I mean, we were talking to Troy the, uh, last night and he was mentioning, you guys have only had about 40 sessions together. Like yeah. that's, that's crazy to think about. We've played, <clears throat> we've played six matches so far. You guys have literally, as a team, as a franchise, as a, a a club who's here for the first time, have only played forty sessions together. Is that something that's just kind of tough to develop? Are are you already in sync? How does that feel? Uh, when Troy came in with the plan, and we're just trying to execute that plan, I can't tell you what the plan is. Sure, if you guys, it's okay. if the other team wants to figure it out, try your best. <laughs> we're still gonna we're still gonna bug you guys in the game. Good luck, Real. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's all I can say. Sure, sure. All right. It feels like the team chemistry is, is kind of mid-season form, too. Do you guys feel that, too? Because from, from our perspective, it looks like you guys are clicking. The first couple of games, you're filling each other out. But now it feels like it's there. Is, is, no, is yeah. Everyone's bought in. Everyone, Everyone's trying to be a student of the game. Uh, there's always something we can learn. And each day we're dialed in, uh, whether it's video, whether it's a session, whether it's recovery. Everyone's dialed in and, like, I was saying uh, the guys with the visa problems, the guys that are injured, they're dialed in doing their work, so they make sure they get on back to the pitch, and just trying to fight, um, go um, fight up against adversity. All right, I think that's all the questions we have at this point. Uh, unless you've got any other ones, RJ. I'm I don't. I want to get to this game that we're going to play. Yeah. All right. So we will be right back uh, after this short message uh, with uh, with a fun little game. Stick around. Looking for a great place to catch Premier League, MLS, and USL games? Star Brothers Brewing is your family-friendly destination to catch all your favorite soccer matches. Star Brothers is also home to your official New Mexico United watch parties with a cursed supporters group. Get 15% off your ticket when you show your cursed membership card. Star Brothers Brewing is located at 700 San Antonio Drive in the Northeast Heights, just east of I-25 on San Antonio. You can find Star Brothers on Facebook or Instagram or visit starbrothersbrewing.com. And welcome back into the Curse Cast. I am David Carl, joined by my co-host RJ Montano and our guest for the evening. You know him as uh, Manny Padilla. He's a defender for New Mexico United and a damn good one, if I might add. We're going to play a fun little game here. We teased it a little bit before the break. We're going to call this Town or Nah. So, Manny, uh, you are uh, born and raised, as we mentioned there, uh, in California, Compton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, RJ Montano, you are a native New Mexican. Uh, Los Alamos uh, is where you currently reside, but moving down to Albuquerque soon. Woohoo! That's cool. Yeah. So, so what we're going to do here, I'm going to give each of you a series of names. Um, names of towns, actually. Uh, Manny, since you are the Californian, you're going to get names of towns from New Mexico. Some of them are real. Some of them are nah. Yeah. RJ, you're going to get some from Manny's home state of California. Uh, we're each going to get 10 names. Whoever gets the higher score is our town or nah winner. We good? All we right. got it? Let's go. All right. Who wants to go first? Let's get our, let our guests go first. Manny, uh, you're going to go first. Your first town name is Santa Diego. No. You're saying no. Yeah. The answer is not. You're correct. 
Manny is one for one, RJ. No pressure. No pressure. All right, RJ, you ready? Let's go. Your California town is rough and ready. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. You're correct. Uh-huh. All right. Shot in the dark. One for one. Started, Rough and Ready is a, is a weird I've name. I started great in every game. I don't even know that. It's a real place. It's a real <laughs> place. According to the internets, and the internets never lie. Um, all right. You ready? Yeah. Manny, truth or consequences? No. You're saying no yeah. is your answer. That's incorrect. Mm. Truth or consequences is a real place. We'll have to stop on our way to El Paso. You can get a nice soak in TRC. They got hot springs there. It's, it's really nice. TRC. What a wait, weird name, wait, right? Wait, can you repeat that? Truth or Consequences. They actually changed the name of that town. It was Hot Springs, and they changed the name of that town from a game show called Truth or Consequences. What? Back in, what was it, the 60s maybe? Yeah, I think that's about right. 60s. This is rigged. All right, so Manny's <laughs> one for two. RJ. Hey, I'm not cheating. I, I saw the video of you guys at Jackson's. Yeah. I saw them with those kicks. I'm not cheating right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. You ready for this? Let's go. Your next one, RJ, is... Oof. No. Nah. The answer is nah. You're correct. RJ is two no. for two. This is not good, Manny. Uh, this is rigged. <laughs> all right, all right. Manny, your turn. Your next one. Carrizoso. Yeah. You're correct. Ooh. Carrizoso is a town. All right. Are you writing these down, RJ, so we can keep score it's, here? It's that, it's that one town in uh, New Mexico, right? Yeah, Carrizoso. Yeah, yeah you know it in New Mexico. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, he's got it. He knows I think it. I was population all right. 900. Uh, Carrizoso, population 996. Wow. You know your Carrizoso facts. I do. Um, all right, so uh, Manny, two for three. RJ, uh, currently two for two with your third one. Is that my phone? Sorry about that. Um, third one coming up. All right, you ready? Let's go. Uh, your next one is Weed. Weed, California. Weed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yeah. You're correct. Yeah. RJ, three for three. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is it. ridiculous. This has never happened. You need to stop. Yeah, I have a hat trick. <laughs> Manny's never going to come back. <laughs> all right. All right. So, Manny, you're two for three. You're going to keep keep pace here. You ready? Your next one, Folsom. No. It's incorrect. Folsom is a real New Mexico town. Population, 56. That is a tiny, tiny place. 56. 56, 56 people. Oh, uh, not 5,600, not 56,000, 56 people. Damn. I don't know. Is it a town? Is it an un- unincorporated yeah, area? I don't think that's a town. We should go again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny's two for four. RJ, you're three for three. You ready for this? Go. We're going to go with Sad Camp. Sad Camp. I'm going to say no. That's correct. Sad Camp is not a real place, but Happy Camp, California, is a real place. Mm. I was trying to throw you off there. It didn't work. Yeah, I, I didn't know either of those. So it's... All right, RJ, you're four for four. Is yeah, have right? you known any of these California towns? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you've known some of the New Mexico ones. Yes, there's, I have. There's a lot more California towns, though. Yeah. All right, so you're four for four. Manny, you're two for four. We need this one. All right. All right. Roy. No. Roy is a real town. <laughs> Sorry, Manny. All right, Manny's two for five. RJ. Four for four, going for five for five. You ready? Let's go. Yarp. Yeah, it's too weird. Yeah, it has to be town. It is incorrect. Uh, Yarp is not a real town. Uh, so there's Yarp, which is what I said, but there's Earp, which is a real town. Yeah, those are different. One's with a Y, one's with an E. David gets to make a game. Yeah, yeah. I get to. So you are you're four for five. I'm so happy. Manny, you're two for five. You ready? All right, we got five more. 
This New Mexico town, is it real or not? Aurora. It's real. It's not real. Aurora's in color. What's that? And was that sound real or not real? <laughs> and then what's that sound? <laughs> Aurora's in Colorado. Um, so not a real New Mexico town. All right, RJ. Yep. Give me like Santa Fe or Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> All right, RJ, your turn. Um, the town of California. California, California. Yes. Mm. It is not real. Uh, <laughs> All right, so you are, what's, what's the score there, RJ? Uh, two to four. Two to four out of, that's six so far. Mm-hmm. All right, Manny, we need this one. Milan. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Milan is a real New Mexico town. Population... Thirty-two forty-five. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's impressive that, that how how bad you are, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Man. <laughs> all right, all right, RJ. Your next is nice. Nice, yes. It's a town. Nice, California. Nice. Is a it's town. A nice That's place. correct. All right, Manny. This is rigged. No These pressure. Yeah, NBA playoffs right here. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Benavides. No. It is not a town. <laughs> you are correct. You are correct. All right, what's the lead score update, RJ? Uh, five to three. Five to three. Out of seven. Uh, that sounds right, yeah. All right. You ready, RJ? I think this is going on too long. We're going to do it anyway. All right. Uh, ready? Yes. Likely. Likely, California. Yes. Likely, that is likely a place. Yes, it is. Oh, Manny no. shook his head yes. That's why. Manny, don't help him. <laughs> I was trying to say, like, <laughs> yes, that it's not. <laughs> yes, that is I, not a place. I didn't even know that was a time. I thought it was fake. <laughs> Me oh, too. Manny tried to throw you off, and, and Manny, turns out Manny was wrong too. All right. Manny, this one is, is very important. You ready? Springfield. Nah. It is not a place. I mean, one of the few states that it's not a place. Yeah, Spring, there's a Springfield, California. There's a Springfield, Illinois. There's a Springfield in The Simpsons. I mean, it's yeah, everywhere. That's Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. Is that the one that is? Which one's The Simpsons based I on? I think it's Missouri. Is it the Missouri one? It's fun fact. Isotopes. The largest McDonald's is in Springfield, Missouri. Well, we, we just gotta go. No, I'm just, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> just made that up. <laughs> well, that's where the Isotopes, Springfield, are from The Simpsons, and you know, you all know the story oh, from yeah. Albuquerque. Okay. Um, I think this one is for the win, RJ. Am I right on that? I think so. Yeah. All right. Are you sure? <laughs> so if RJ gets this right, he wins. When RJ inevitably gets this wrong, Manny will get another shot. Are we ready? Compton. RJ, your town. Tarzana, California. I'm going to say yes. Tarzana is a California town. RJ, you are the winner. Manny, I apologize. RJ is not a good sport. Uh, I am not. I let him win. He's he's gloating. He's dancing on tables right now, I even heard, though Manny let him win. I heard his record. <laughs> you felt bad Manny, for you, RJ. I, 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 thank you for that, because I needed a win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was fun. Uh, Manny, before we let you go, um, is there anything you want to tell uh, members of the Curse, uh, New Mexico United fans, uh, supporters from, whether they be from Texas, from California, your family back home, what's the message you want to tell people? No, uh, yeah. The message I want to tell everyone is you guys are our 12th man. We, we need you guys and you guys have been there since day one and we really appreciate, we really appreciate that. And let's, let's keep it going. Yeah. We're going to, we got a, a big matchup this weekend against, uh, Real Salt Lake and best of luck to you, Manny. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me and 
hope nothing but the best for you guys. Hey, Manny, thank you so yeah. much. We really appreciate it. And we're going to be right back. We'll close out the show here. So uh, stay tuned. You're listening to The Curse Cast. Looking for a great place to catch Premier League, MLS, and USL games? Star Brothers Brewing is your family-friendly destination to catch all your favorite soccer matches. Star Brothers is also home to your official New Mexico United watch parties with a Curse Supporters Group. Get 15% off your ticket when you show your Curse membership card. Star Brothers Brewing is located at 700 San Antonio Drive in the Northeast Heights, just east of I-25 on San Antonio. You can find Star Brothers on Facebook or Instagram or visit starbrothersbrewing.com. For the taking, the earth is shaking from that groovy quaking. Coming out of this guitar, and, and the beat goes on and on and on from day till night. Well, this segment used to be my favorite segment the good, the bad, the ugly, but after uh, whipping up on Manny there. <laughs> I don't know if I Poor have a new man. favorite segment now. Oh, you win one. You win one game. You still have a losing record. You're one and two. Hey, you, you lost to you know Pete. You I lost have, to Troy. I have more wins than Phoenix. Oh, so there's that. Ooh, shots fired. Uh, I like it. I like it. Uh, but no, hey Manny Padilla, thank you so much for joining us. That was a lot of fun. The yeah. great, great, uh, just great. Just hit. See him break stuff down and then he knows his stuff. He's a smart guy. Yeah, look, and he's that great. Was, that was absolutely fantastic. So let's get to it. The good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Of this week in New Mexico United and the USL, uh, and like we like always, always like to do, we start with the ugly. David. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna start uh, with something we've talked about a little bit, um, but I'm gonna take it in a different direction as I often do. Uh, so we've talked a little bit, RJ, you and I, uh, on this show about the lack of coverage maybe that New Mexico has gotten uh, in the Albuquerque Journal. It's mm-hmm. our, our local newspaper here. Um, and I will say uh, that Noah uh, has done a great job when he covers. Uh, uh, Noah Seligman, Seligman, am I pronouncing that right? Things, yeah. Um, he's done a great job uh, when he's been put on. I think I think he freelances and uh, they've assigned him to stuff and he's done a great job. Uh, about cover- doing coverage on the curse, coverage on NMU. But a lot of people this week, um, New Mexico United fans in particular, um, Came out uh, and looking for they're looking for more coverage from the journal, uh, and I think that's great. I think it's great to come out and look for more coverage and, and to tell the people at the Albuquerque Journal, "Hey, we're excited about this team. Lots of people are excited about this team. We would love more coverage on this team." And some people did that, and it's great. Some people didn't do that. Uh, some people didn't necessarily handle it that way, and and. Jeff Grammer, uh, who uh, is uh, one of the head sports guys there at the Journal, um, had a, put out a tweet, and I don't, I don't have it in front of me. I don't remember it word for word, but the gist of it was uh, essentially, you know, we hear you, um, but coming at it from the angle of bashing other teams in New Mexico, and essentially saying, "Hey, um, this team, pick your team here, insert your team here, sucks." And you guys cover this team, so you guys suck. You should cover New Mexico United more. That's not the way to do it. It's it's not at all the way to do it. It doesn't help you build bridges. It burns them. Um, you know, we we support New Mexico Lobo soccer. We support the soul. You know, we we want everybody to do well in New Mexico, and we don't need to 
try to improve our standing by bringing other people down. I think it's great for us to encourage the journal to cover New Mexico United more and to express our frustrations if the journal doesn't cover them the way we want or or to the extent that we want. I think that's fantastic. But you don't do it by tearing down other teams and burning bridges. It, it goes against everything New Mexico United has built itself on I as agree. well. Like everything has been, let's build New Mexico up. If everyone's doing good and we're doing good, that's even better for the state. A so rising going, tide raises all ships. Going against other teams, if it's the isotopes, if it's Lobo football, uh, there's, there's no point in doing that. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, we've talked about this before. I love going to the isotopes games. It's fun. Yeah, it's a great time. I, and you know, baseball is my sport. I, yeah. I love baseball. I'm getting into soccer. It's There's no reason to... to Pull down the topes, or and, or... and it it comes across. Frankly, uh, it comes across as kind of uh, not confident. I guess as as you know, you're not confident enough in yourself, so you have to bring other people down. Just just be above it. Support the team, and and tell the journal if you want more coverage. That's great, or or whatever outlet, not just the journal. I'm talking about anyone. Uh, you know, yeah. tell the TV stations if you want more coverage on on United. But again, as you said, as we both have said, you don't need to do it by tearing up, down other people. No, call into radio stations, do what you have to do. That's but great. They're, they're just just keep keep it the message positive. It, it's what New Mexico United has built. Wholeheartedly agree. All right, what's your ugly, RJ? My ugly is coming from El Paso by way of Darren Hunt. Ah, yes, I love this. He's a reporter for KVIA. It's the ABC affiliate down in El Paso who took to Twitter to complain about the El Paso Chihuahuas field being used for both soccer and baseball. Did he call it soccer? He did not call it soccer. Mm. He tweeted, you've turned our beautiful ballpark into a crappy kickball field. Hmm. 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 So he he's he he's gotten plenty of the hate that uh Yo, oh no, the I sent him got. some. I sent him some. I've sent him some as well. <laughs> and and he's the only person in the world who has united the eighth notch those jerks down in El Paso and the curse. Yeah. We're united on we this agree first on thing. This. Shut the hell up, yeah. Darren Hunt. Hey Darren Hunt. You. <laughs> well, we're going to need to bleep that one. Yeah. Darren, you know one. what? Shut up, Darren. You cranky! Uh, come on. Yeah, and Get I mean he's here. he's complaining about about lines, paint lines being on on the El Paso Chihuahuas field. I've I've been to that field. I've seen a Chihuahuas game. It's a great park. No, it's it is. really nice I'm down there. Fan, I'm excited to go down there for yeah, for the upcoming game. We'll be there for United uh, and Locomotive. It'll be fun. But he's so demeaning. A crappy kickball park. Well, speaking of tearing down one sport yes, to build up another, there you go. We're on the same page. Shut here. up, Darren. It's the world's game. People are excited about it. You, Darren, as a sports reporter, should be excited that people are getting excited about sports in your town. It's really that simple. Just be inclusive and don't be this elitist jerk that we often talk about on this show. Enjoy it. Maybe watch it. Learn a thing or two. And maybe you'll find a sport you like, too. Look at the right fielder playing. Yeah, he's sort of playing goalie. up. Darren. All right, let's get to the bad. What do you got for the bad? All right, the bad, not as bad as the ugly, but the bad. Uh, the bad is actually, for me, something that I, I think is really funny uh, here in this situation and I really like, um, but I don't think it's going to go well. Austin Bold, uh, they just announced, uh, I think yesterday, maybe the day before, uh, this promotion, uh, which is, it, it's it's cool. I like it. If you, Austin Bold fan, if you bring a farm animal to an upcoming match, it's a particular match, I don't remember which one it is, you get a free admission for you and your farm animal. That's cool. I like that. I mean, <laughs> I want to pet the animals. I want to pet the cows and, and the donkeys and whatever else, the llamas. Uh, shout out to you, uh, Las Vegas. But, uh, you know, that's cool. It's also cowbell giveaway night. 
I think it's going to be a really bad combination of farm animals and loud noises. And I don't think it's going to go well. I really don't. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, what, what can go wrong bringing a bunch of farm animals to a place with a lot of loud noises and Phoenix Rising? Yeah. <laughs> That's two. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, I, you know, I feel you. Like, but, 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 but here's, here's the thing. I would love to see Bevo out there. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. You know there's going to be somebody. Someone's going to take a longhorn. Yes. I hope yes. to God to see that. <laughs> Austin, we're watching you. We are hoping to see Bevo out there because, think, you know, I think most people, they'll bring like a sheep or a chicken or something like that. Someone's going to bring a longhorn. Someone's going to bring this ridiculously large cow that's going to make it difficult for everybody because they can. Also, I, I, I saw what they're doing with the animals here. They're not going out into the stands, which is good. Uh, they're going to, there's going to be like an area uh, when they go in, uh, and there's going to be 4-H students who take care of the animals, which is great. I don't know much about animal husbandry. I, I've never raised an animal other than a dog or a cat. Uh, I had a turtle once. Um how do you keep track of whose chicken is who? What if everybody brings a chicken? A red chicken. It, well, it's or just a like chicken. Like I'm sure. I mean, chickens have a lot of different colors. You know, there's white chickens and brown chickens and red chickens and black chickens and all this stuff. But I mean, what if I brought in like this terrible sickly chicken, and then as I'm leaving, I'm like, oh no, that nice plump chicken. That's my chicken. You're giving out ideas now. I'm sorry. I'm probably just causing problems. All, all I want to see is, is someone bring Bevo and yeah. someone take a bulldog. <laughs> See oh, if we can recreate okay. some. <laughs> <laughs> Re Renew that rivalry. Who wins that fight? Bevo tramples. Oh, Bevo every time. Yeah. No no offense, Oga, but Bevo would trample you. Yeah, sorry. I, All I, right. I think George is better too, so. Oh, there you go. All right, what's your bad? Uh, my bad is uh, there's been a lot of people complaining about ESPN+. Plus. I don't want to oh. pay five extra dollars to watch. There is so much content on ESPN Plus yes. that it is worth the five dollars. If you really want to see your team play, and it's five dollars is just too much to to put in, and then you get all these extra things like the UFC, the MLS, the USL, several soccer leagues, college sports. And, are you are you a real fan? And what's triggering this? And correct me if I'm wrong, RJ. What's triggering this is this week uh, the league, um, well, U.S. Soccer actually, U.S. Soccer US Federation soccer, yep. um, announced that the U.S. Open Cup is going to be broadcast on ESPN Plus. That's fan freaking tastic. Now, some people uh, on social media are saying, "Well, now you're putting it all behind a paywall." And you know, I watched the championship of the U.S. Open Cup last year on for the free. Website. I watched it for free, and now it's behind a paywall. And they're not wrong. It is now behind a $5 paywall. Um, but here's the thing. If you wanted to watch your team, let's say let's say your team is in USL League 2, right? Mm -hmm. And they're playing in round one of the US Open Cup. They may win. That would be awesome if they moved on, you know, low-level soccer moves on. That's great. But there's a good chance that they may not. They may lose. So your one opportunity to watch your team compete in the US Open Cup, you didn't really have it. You could find maybe some team runs stream that maybe wasn't wouldn't be nearly as high quality as the ESPN Plus stream. So I think it's fantastic. It allows fans to see more. Yes, it's behind a $5 paywall. But again, as you mentioned, the amount you get for that $5 and and we're not here to to sell you ESPN Plus, but we, come we are on, broadcasting people. from just... ESPN Radio 1017 <laughs> But we are not on ESPN's page. No, no, but it's just it's just like come on people, like are you just looking for something to complain about? This is opening up the US Open Cup to such a wider audience, you know? People who have ESPN Plus for other reasons will say, maybe I'll tune into this. And and your team 
that that PDL team, USL League Two team, suddenly gets so much more exposure for that reason. I, I this is, the people who are hating on this. It's a bad take. That's yeah, it's a, a very bad take. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get such a higher quality bandwidth of this broadcast as mm-hmm. well. You, you might have buffering with five people watching your regular game on free channel website, but you're going to get a lot better quality coming out of ESPN+. Wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. All right. uh, We moving on to the good. Let's get the good in. All right. So the good for me, uh, last night, uh, it will be a couple nights ago by the time you guys hear this, but uh, Wednesday night, let's call it that, uh, New Mexico head coach and technical director Troy Lassane, uh, you know him. He was on our first episode of the podcast. Um, He hosted an event uh, at Volcano Vista High School here in Albuquerque. Uh, we called it Talking Tactics with Troy. We partnered, we being the curse partner with Troy to get this going. Uh, and what Troy does uh, with regard to this is is amazing. And it was his idea. I want to point that out. Uh, not something that the curse came to him about, but he came to us with and said, what I would like to do is every once in a while before a home match, a couple days before a home match, I would like to meet with fans um, in a very informal setting. And I want to give them a scouting report. And this is the second time he's done that. He did it with us uh, with Fresno, uh, our first match against Fresno. And he did it uh, this time uh, with regard to Real Salt Lake. Um, And he just goes over the game plan. He goes over what they've seen with regard to Real Salt Lake, um, how we plan to attack, how we plan to defend. It's it's amazing for several reasons. Um, One of them being the trust that it built between community and coach. He doesn't have to do that. Again, it was his idea. Um, And he is trusting fans not to take pictures or videos or to share this info or anything like that, but just to be there to support the team. And, and it's, it builds such community. He doesn't have to do it. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, He answers questions from fans about tactics, about the team. It's, it's something I've never experienced before um, in my following of soccer, that level of, of caring about the community, of caring about the team and the fans and the access and, uh, good on you, Troy. Uh, we appreciate the hell out of you, um, and it's been a lot of fun. That is really great, and and, and it, Troy, Troy makes himself very approachable. Yeah, and that, I think that helps what's going on with all these ticket sales that are going on. Is people are falling in love with the team, with the coach, with the front office because events like this, yeah. where he's he's not shy to bring anyone in. If you have a question, ask. Mm-hmm. If you don't know something, ask. Yeah. And, and it's very comfortable. I've gone in and asked him several questions, kind of newbie questions, and didn't bat an eye, answered my questions, shook my hand. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and a shout out to the fans who came out too. I mean, obviously it's a pretty cool draw to be able to talk to the coach about tactics, but at the same time, you know, they were respectful of coach's time. They had great questions. Uh, you know, they, they paid attention to the presentation and they're like, well, what about this? What about when this happens? What's the response there? And that kind of stuff. And great questions. And man, like I said, it was really fun. And several people came out and it was really short notice. Yeah. With, yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic on the fans as well. All right. What's your good? Take us home. My good is I have two goods, David. Two uh, goods. One's a little longer than the other, but uh, this week in the USL. It's a common problem. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, the USL and Lansing Ignite. Oh yeah, I love this. Uh, their response to a Ignite player forward for the Ignite, Ricky Lopez Espino. He was suspended for four games after a match against Greenville Triumph for using homophobic language towards a Greenville fan. And the quote from the Lansing, uh, this is from the Lansing State Journal, Lansing Ignite FC expects his players, coaches, and front office to represent the club in a positive way, said owner Troy Dixon. Such as such, the language used by Ricky during Saturday's match in Greenville is unacceptable. The Amen. Team team gave him a, a three game. 
ban, and the league gave him an extra game ban, four games total. I love that. Swift action. This yeah. happened earlier in the week, I think on Monday. The game was on Saturday. Swift action, Monday. They did not wait to see what the backlash was going to be before issuing the punishment. They just did the they, right thing. They took it. Uh, Lopez has since took to Twitter apologizing, saying, I want to truly apologize for my actions in Greenville, specifically to those in the LB." LGBT community. It's not who I am and not what I stand for. There's no excuse for the language I use, and I have accepted the four-game match and fine for my actions. And I truly hope that Lopez Espin does take something away from this. And yeah. I hope he reaches out to the LGBT community in Lansing to try to work with them to to fix kind of what he did. Yeah, and, and, and not just not just because he got a ban and not just because he got a fine, but hopefully, as you said, hopefully he he learns something from this and, and becomes becomes uh, more informed, becomes a better person because of this, um, and, and hopefully learns a little bit about about a culture that he's not maybe used to. I think that would be exactly. fantastic. Yeah, that's great. And for the, those fans in Isotope Stadium, when they yell that same homophobic slur, yeah. just... Uh, Give them a four game. Man. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, and and as we mentioned last episode, you know, uh, the second home match we saw a lot less of that than we did in the yeah, first. Let's hope the third is is gonna maybe it's gone entirely. Yeah, that would be great. I would uh, love it. My other good. Um, I don't know if you guys caught this. David Carl was on the USL show, oh. and you kicked the major ass, bro. That was awesome. <sighs> Thank you. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. It was fun. A lot of fun to listen to. Uh, yeah. You guys broke down a lot of. Uh, I mean, all around the league, east yeah. and west. So it was a lot of fun to watch. Well, I had to do a little bit of research. Uh, RJ, as you know, I'm a, I'm a Western Conference guy. Um, so I had to do a little bit of research on the Eastern Conference. I, I talked a lot more on the Western Conference stuff. Uh, but those guys are great. Uh, Evan and Pony and, and, and the whole group. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, they they really know their stuff, man. It was, yeah. a, little, it was a little intimidating. Yeah, yeah. It was a little intimidating going in there and uh, and uh, spouting off. I, I gave some love to our guys. You uh, settled in great, and you gave a lot of New Mexico love, which I I, I love. Yeah. You know that. Uh, but you did uh, bring New Mexico United to the forefront on the show and kind of tell these they guys. They deserve hey, it. Come yeah, on. Absolutely. They're tied tied for first in the uh, in the Western Conference on points, fourth on goal differential. But, uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're a happy surprise so far, and it's time the whole league knew about it. So that, that's my other good is that was a great appearance well, thank on the you. show. Hopefully we get to see you on there a few more times here in the future. Yeah, it would be fun. Like I said, I, I, I enjoyed it. And uh, maybe, maybe we'll have one of the USL show guys come on our, our podcast one. That'd, That'd be, be fun. That would be absolutely fun. All right. You're right. All right, David. I think that's our show for this week. Uh, episode four, man. It feels like we've been doing this for years. Yeah, I, it, it it's fun, man. God, this, this is, is so fun. Much fun, right? It's a blast. Uh, we are uh, we're working on our 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 guest for next week. We've got a, we've got our guest pretty much lined up. You want you want to tell him who it is? Let's do it. Let's, Again, let's, we, let's this is the second the time. Let's we got to the show. Yeah. So next week, uh, we will have Devin Sandoval and wife Kristen Sandoval. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, get a little bit of a different perspective. Obviously, we all love Devin. We all know Devin as as a native son of of Albuquerque, New Mexico. But I'm really interested uh, in in the perspective of of wife. Yeah, of Kristen. Yeah, just to kind of see cuz I don't, I don't know if she's a New Mexico native. I haven't asked that. Is she? I believe she is. Okay. I think she's from here. It would just be really interesting to from her perspective to see kind of how soccer has developed here. Um, you know, obviously they left New Mexico and came back what that was like. I'm I'm looking forward to asking those questions. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Getting her perspective on on I bet you she's knows way more than both of us about <laughs> soccer. <laughs> that's that's really I cool. Get that's very very true. <laughs> but no yeah, doubt. I'm excited for that. That's going to be a fun show next week. So make sure to tune in Curse Cast episode five. Uh, before we go, let's uh, thank a couple of our sponsors: Star Brewing, Star Brothers Brewing, your official home for the Curse viewing parties. 
5,700. I've been saying the wrong address. I'm sorry. Have guys. you been saying the wrong 5, one? 5,700, oh, not 700. 5,700 San Antonio Drive, I-25, and San Antonio. You can't miss it, especially during the curse parties. When we got Big, Big Bertha. Big Bertha is flying out there. You're yeah. not going to miss her. Also, uh, new to uh, the uh, watch parties, Rio Bravo Brewing. Yeah. Love uh, those guys. Yeah, I heard they had a great crowd out there the other night. It's on uh, 4th and... and uh, I twenty five. I twenty five. I forty. I forty. Sorry, I got my. So I always mixed up. We got you covered on on every interstate. Uh, also, thanks to ESPN Radio one hundred one seven team. Uh, they graciously allowed us to use a studio, which is a lot of. It takes a lot of uh, a lot of the work. Yeah. Out, out of oh my gosh, absolutely. Thank you guys, we appreciate that. And uh, most importantly, thank you guys for tuning in. We've, we've gotten a lot of feedback, and it's been really good. Yep. We've had some very constructive criticisms. Yeah, we love that. And and uh, you know, we've gotten some some followers, some subscribers. Uh, you can subscribe to us on all the places. RJ, you're going to tell us about that in a second. But uh, yeah, so keep subscribing, keep giving us those five star ratings if you love us. Uh, if you don't, give us five star ratings anyway because. Uh, we're pretty. I don't know why. And download it. Yeah. Download, download it. us. If, if you hate us and you don't listen to it, I don't care. Just download it and like it. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, but uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah. Find the Curse Cast. All right, David. I'm excited for uh, Real Salt Lake. Yeah, Let's get we us will... some th- uh, three points in this Four, four Corners, corners cup. cup. Man, they uh, currently Phoenix with the lead in the Four Corners Cup. We can overtake that with a win against Real Salt Lake. We can do that. Let's do it. All right. We'll see you next time. Somos Unidos. We are united.